Welcome to the Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. Hi guys, it's Helen back here, the Chemist Chick. Now, back to the Hunter Street days in Sydney, where I was loving working with Revlon. You remember Moondrops and Touch and Glow Foundation? Proactin launched the fragrance if at this time. Also, Prince Machabelli's Aviance. There's a, an ad. I remember the ad for Avion so well, and it's a little song. I might even do it at the end for you. So, where are we? Wind song. Also, Coty's on Prevu was big in, in this time. But the biggest fragrance launch was Charlie. In the streets of Sydney, they even had banners right along George Street that read, Charlie is coming. There was a huge TV promotion for the Charlie perfume. Charlie's coming. Everyone's, who's Charlie? So for the launch, I decided to do a Marilyn Monroe promotion. Me dressed in a long red dress, red Revlon nail polish and red lipstick. So glad I have a great photo of this today. We sold out of Charlie Blue perfume, even though I had ordered two pallets of it. A little side story to this day. The day of the launch, there was a ferry, bus and train strike in Sydney. Dad said, how are you going to get into work? I said, I'm going to have to hitchhike. He goes, dress like that. He said, you look like Marilyn Monroe. I said, Dad, it's the only thing I can do, but I'll, I'll be safe. I go out to the start of the Harbour Bridge, put my thumb out, nearly caused a bloody 10-car pile-up, and a motorbike pulled up, and I thought, well, this is safe. So I jumped on the boat, back of the motorbike, went into the city and got to work. I got honked by horns and people whistling and, you know, and I just said, oh, well, you know, I've got to get there. So that's what I did. But what great memories. Same with If in its beautiful cylinder, bright pink bottle. I had it stacked on the floor to the ceiling. We sold out in two days. Those were the good old days when everyone got excited about a new fragrance. I remember Leon Worth, Jerivienne's, was a great fragrance in its day. Uh, Leon Worth was a famous stocking uh, hosiery maker. He made the beautiful stockings that you used to wear with the suspender belts, real silk stockings. Every purchase of Worth fragrance, the ladies got a pair of these stockings, which we had to tie up with a blue satin ribbon. Very glamorous, very elegant days. Blue grass was also a big one in its day. A page another. Oh, God, and who could forget Brute, Brute 33, Old Spice and Tabac, all still going strong today. But the biggest ever was Taboo. It was launched in 1932 and is still as popular today as ever. Okay, as promised in my last teaser, the day of the dancing blanket. Next was the Lanray Pharmacy. This was the Sydney Hilton Pharmacy. I was now about 18 and a half and I had the affliction of what, what it, whatever was in my head at the time came flying straight out of my mouth. I had no filter. Therefore, I had to learn to continually check myself as I would sometimes say the most inappropriate things mostly without intent. One morning, a one-armed man came into the store and without thinking, I said the usual, do you need a hand, sir? I was so embarrassed, but he was so sweet, knew how bad I felt and just laughed. I was determined not to do that again, but later in the day, I spied a dwarf or small person. I don't know what the politically correct term is. I don't want to offend anybody, but it was a little person. And he was walking through the front door and I freaked out. 
From the door to the counter was a long, narrow walkway, and as he came slowly towards me, all I could think was, don't say little. Helen, don't say small, don't say little. Don't say small, don't say little. He came up to the counter. I had to lean right over it and said, may I help you? Yes, please. I'll have a packet of Sudafed. Would you like a short packet? Kill me now. Fuck. I mean a, I mean a, a tiny packet. Um, I mean, a, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. He goes, it's all right, it's all right. A small packet will be fine. Oh, boy, he was so nice. I only opened my mouth to change my feet, I swear. But not so nice was another guy who used to come into the pharmacy every bloody day. All the ladies working would scurry into the dispensary and hide. I'm not kidding you. I said to the girls, I'm not afraid of him. Let me handle this asshole. He was so rude, loud, and a real bully. He was perfectly groomed. He had the Hugo Boss suit, $100 haircut. He smelt amazing. He had cold steel eyes and a slit for a mouth. I've always found I can piss off rude people by being extra nice. They hate it. I love it. He starts going red in the face. Packet of aspirin, girl. He booms at me. Just then, I notice he has a little gold pin on his lapel that says, Hi. This is in the day when the smiley face had just come out and they were a very big deal, appearing everywhere, long before the emoji. I guess you could say this was the very first emoji. Anyway, I looked at him with my biggest smile and say, Oh, look at your pin. How nice. It says hi. More people should have something like that, you know, to make everyone's day brighter. That's really sweet. Blah, 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 blah. I just keep gushing. And then he shouted at me, that does not say hi. That stands for Hilton International, you stupid bloody girl. It took me 15 years to get this pin. By this stage, the other girls are on the floor of the dispensary crying with laughter. Oh, oh well, okay, uh, you have a lovely day, sir, shithead. I was shaking when he left and the girls paid out on me all day. We all had a good laugh about it. They were all wicked bunch of chicks and I loved every one of them. You're listening to The Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. Now as promised, the day of the dancing blanket. Another image I will never get out of my head is one of a little old couple who came to the pharmacy one day. She was really flustered. Quick, please, dispense my husband's script. Now, she shouted. He ran out of his meds last night. She sat him down in a chair where he proceeded to start playing with himself. Poor old bugger. I thought he must need sedating or something as he's getting all excited. Still pants on, though, thanks, thank God. Can you please hurry, she says, and he's really going to town now. Have you got a blanket, she yells. Yes, here you are. One of the girls gave it to her and she threw it over him. The blanket was shaking up and down uncontrollably. I don't know who was the fastest, the chemist typing the script at breakneck speed or the blanket. His wife got the tablets into him, whatever they were. He calmed down. She took his hand and said, come on, dear. Thank you, girls. Here's your blanket. Oh, no, no, no. It's okay. You keep it. We all chimed in chorus. And off they went, hand in hand, as if nothing had happened. We all called it the day of the dancing blanket. It was at this pharmacy I did the launch for a men's fragrance, Azario. Very expensive in those days, about $80 a bottle, which would be equivalent to $300 a bottle today. We kept it in a locked cabinet. 
I love looking at today as it reminds me of Lanray and the day of the dancing blanket. I met a lot of famous people at the Hilton, but my favourite one I literally ran into with an ice cream in my hand was the Fonz, Henry Winkler from Happy Days. I'm so sorry, I said, oh my God, I love you. He laughed, he said, no harm done. Enjoy your ice cream, love. What a gracious man. And I thought, what if I'd run into Mr. Personality, you know, high from the Hilton with an ice cream in my hand? He would have burst a boiler. I also did a short stint at Soul Pats in George Street before the Hilton. And at lunchtime, we used to go to Australia Square. On this particular day was a concert going on with a full stage set. And there was Johnny O'Keefe and his band performing. I made my way through the crowd and to the front. He reached out, grabbed my hand and pulled me up on the stage. We sang Shout together. As I jumped around and had a great time, I went back to work and told the girls, you won't believe what I did in my lunch break, and listened to them ooing and ahhing when I told them. Those were the good old days when you had an hour for lunch. A couple of other great memories I want to share with you about the Sydney Hilton Pharmacy are about my dad. Cliff was a real character. He worked as a sales rep for a sundries company that called on pharmacies. He had a wicked sense of humour and he loved to play jokes on people. He found almost everything in life funny. He would often come into work and surprise me to take me out to lunch. I always loved it when I'd look up and see him in the doorway. On one day in particular, he comes to the counter and throws an empty packet of rectinol suppositories at a new girl who didn't know him. She just threw them at the counter, on the counter. Is everything okay, sir? She asked. What a waste of money. For all these good these tablets did me, I might as well have shoved them up my ass. he replied to her. Everyone else burst out laughing. I ran to her and said, oh, sorry, that's my dad. Thank God, she said, crying with laughter that she'd been holding in. Another day, he comes in with a big bunch of flowers. What time is your lunch, honey? He asks me. We arrange to meet at the bottom of the escalators leading up to the Hilton restaurant. We walk in, me with flowers in one arm and him in the other. He gives me a big hug and kisses on the cheek. All through lunch, we're laughing and exchanging funny stories. Towards the end of lunch, there were three ladies in a booth behind us, gossiping away when one of them booms. Well, I think it's disgusting. He's old enough to be her father. We both heard this quite clearly and for a second just looked at each other wide-eyed. With that, Dad stands up throws money down on the table in front of me and declares at the top of his best dramatic voice, I don't care what the doctor says, I won't marry you. He then just walks out. I sheepishly gather my flowers and money and walk over to pay as I feel all eyes burning in the back of my head. As I'm at the top of the escalators looking down at him in hysterics, all I could do was join in laughing. It was very funny. His philosophy in life always was, an ounce of bullshit is worth a ton of science. Anyhow, my lovely listeners, until next week, my next episode is The Drugs Are Cold But The Beer Is Colder. Thanks for listening. The Chemist Chick with Helen Nichols. True stories from behind the pharmacy counter. You can subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you hear great podcasts. This has been another quality podcast from Bytes.com.